Hey guys! This is Alex. And this is Dana. And you're listening to Better, Better Big, Big sisters. sisters. We are here to be your sisters. And if you guys have sisters, the Better Big Sisters. We are here to give you tips and answer any questions you have, no matter how weird they are. And if you guys want to know about someone, we will find you the answers. to Better Big Sisters. I'm Alex. And I'm Dana. And today we are talking about a topic that's going to make some people mad. Um, probably it's going to raise a few, raise a few um, questions, but that's why we're here. This, I'm going to say everything. This is all from our perspective. This is how I feel about it. This is how our guests feel about it. It, it not it doesn't have to be how you feel about it. This is just how yeah, we so feel about it. Yeah, so don't get pressed because why are you pressed for what? <laughs> like for <bro. laughs> This is how we feel about it. So I'm gonna say how I view the situation. You don't have to agree with me. I'm it's an opinion, it. not a fact, boy. There you go. The fuck you talking about? But this is a fact. Um. So <laughs> Florida's governor Ron DeSantis. He's a Republican. He signed the controversial parental Sus rights asshole. in education bill. So what we are talking about is called the "Don't Say Gay" bill. So the "Don't Say Gay" bill. It's not actually called that inside the legislative. It is called the Parental Rights and Education Bill. It also has two different names. It was passed in the Senate as Senate Bill One Eight Three Four and House Bill. One five five seven. So those are the two. Not the numbers, bro. <laughs> like what the fuck? What the bill insinuates is do not say gay. So today we have brought two of our really good friends here to talk to us and to explain to us their viewpoints and how Dissect they feel this. about <laughs> the don't say gay bill and what is going on in the world at the moment. So. Please welcome Justin and Brenda. Woo! How are you? How are you? Hey. Let me get these headphones around my big head. Oh, I know. Oh, my hair. Please introduce yourselves, tell them what you do, what you're about, what you love, and we will get started up. Thank you, Chris. Hi. <laughs> um, first of all, I love the difference in our outfits. There are two different types of queers, honey. And this is honestly, honestly... I would have been that if it was 8 p.m. after. <laughs> I give you so much props, honey. You like, look at this is regalia. This is oh, regalia. Stop. This is money. This Let is matching the set. No, I'm living for it. I was getting my life right when I walked through that door. <laughs> Anyways, hi, my name is Brendan Jordan, and I'm a queer icon. <laughs> oh, I love it. That's it. Uh, hello. <laughs> hello. Hello, fam. <laughs> I'm Justin McWashington. Uh, I'm a life coach, and I just try to push people in the right direction of being comfortable with themselves and society and moan. Okay, maybe. Oh. 
There you go. <laughs> Maybe I should say something like that. Hi. Okay, I'm Brendan. Um, <laughs> I not only am a queer icon, I mean, but I also have a life mission to liberate people. I mean, I, I live my life every day myself, and I think you can relate, honey. Yes. Um, that is a mission in itself. And if we can hopefully empower the future of the queer children, then yes. that is all that matters in my opinion and through any medium through art that's my you know chosen one i am an actor and a bitch <laughs> those are two hard things to like you know keep going <laughs> look, at, look at ellen she fell off <laughs> 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 could be a bitch you be good too oh, no, Whoa, not Ellen. <laughs> the Ellen slander. <laughs> Wash your hands. Okay, okay. I hate to, I hate to dampen the mood here. I hate to dampen the mood, but um, here is what we're talking about today, and I really want to get into your guys's brains, how you feel about it, um, and know more from your perspective of side, uh, what you think is going on. So today we're talking about. What we, what we call the Don't Say Gay Bill that was just passed in Florida that is set to go into effect on July 1st, 2022. Um, oh, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> that's so, soon. Yeah, that's, that's soon. very soon. So I wanted to know your guys' viewpoints before we really dive deep into it fact-wise. How do you guys feel about what is going on in the world right now? I would say it's just another level of oppression mm-hmm. that we really cannot take at the moment. We're already going through so many other things that adding more to that is only secluding us and dividing us more as like, not as a nation, that just seems really vague, but as like human beings between each other. Like it's putting a wall between us and our parents and we've all had our own struggles with our parents. More walls is not what we need. Well, and I think that's what's so interesting about it is the, the contents of the bill have defined an issue that hasn't really ever been presented as an issue, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Mm-hmm. You know, um, people like the governor and um, state senators in Florida have argued that, you know, these kids are being, in, in my terminology, brainwashed to believe that they are queer, that they are gay. And a, a state senator in Florida that I forget the name of, my apologies, specifically said that some queer youth are coming out solely based on the fact that they can gain attention, feel like somewhat a celebrity in their local communities. Whereas I, I think you can relate sweetheart coming out. You know what I mean? It's, it's not, it wasn't glamorous. I mean, did you, that's not an easy thing. Like I did it. It's not, it's not an easy thing. You have to think about it for so you have to go through so many mental battles with yourself. Even like, I, I don't understand when people say... And you feel and wrong. Not, and you feel so wrong yes, and dirty it, when you, like, kind of come and say these things. Like, for me, my come out was not easy. Like, I was 17, varsity football. Oh, It gosh. was a visual thing that I looked a certain way. Yeah. But my sexuality was on a trump all that, and I was scared. Yeah. When I came out, the conversations were there. I talked to principals, very inappropriate teachers, same thing, coaches. The only person that was really cool was my father. Wow. My mother was like hesitant. My mom, my dad was like chilling. He's like, Aunt. yeah, that's okay, cool. so great. He Hell knew. Yeah. He knew the whole time. But everyone else was just, I guess, shaded. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think what's so interesting is like that 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 statement in itself is so weirdly damaging because kids don't come out and receive that. 
No. <laughs> Especially in places like Florida. If anything, well, there's if so much They're receiving comeback. negative energy. Yes. It's not that they're receiving a bunch of positive and mm-hmm. a bunch of vibes and everything. Like, I go out still to this day holding hands with my girlfriend in Los Angeles. And, and I get receive weird looks. looks. Yes. Like, it's, it still happens. <laughs> it's still here. It's in L.A. And if it's in L.A. out of all places, I couldn't even imagine. We're not above judgment. Seriously. <laughs> no. I don't care where you live. <laughs> I, and, you know, I get maybe, you know, what he was saying is, oh, kids feel like a celebrity. Kids get more bullied when they're out. Yeah. Kids get bullied when they're in the closet. You know why? Because kids know kids. Whether or not you want to halt these conversations happening on a professional educational level, level, they're still going to happen. My first time hearing the word gay was in second grade in a very negative connotation. You know what I mean? It's like whether or not we're going to halt these conversations in a professional level and stop teachers from ever bringing it up. If it comes up, it's still going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, like th- that's what confuses me too. It's is society. It's very much. Well, I don't get it. If they're making it like you don't, say gay it's like giving that light to talk about it more which <laughs> like confuses me i'm like you realize that now you're yeah. putting the spotlight exactly. on it and telling you not to talk about that. it sis okay yeah. cool it's like saying don't talk about gas prices <laughs> i see it yeah, yeah. right like I- the fuck? <laughs> we're paying it yeah. <laughs> we were talking a little bit before the podcast and i was talking about how in school i don't think i ever heard about it i don't think i was ever actually taught like about LGBTQ. I don't Mm -hmm. think it was ever brought up in my school, like all throughout high school and everything. And I think that if it did get brought up to me, maybe at that time I would have been more accepting of like who I was and my sexuality. It took me a lot longer Mm -hmm. to accept that, to come to terms with that. And maybe if it was taught or something was said or like the subject was spoken on in school, maybe it would have opened up my like eyes to that was like, that was a part of my life and it's something that is okay and it's like so sad to me that they're trying to strip that away even more than it's already stripped like it's not there there's no like you don't open a history textbook to page blah 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 and learn about the lgbtq or anything that has happened or discrimination (laughs) it's not there but you're telling our kids we're we're teaching um we're teaching like history but if we're editing history as it happens are we really teaching history exactly everything else in that book everything else in that book must be wrong no can it we, is can we get a re-edit no please? because i literally in <laughs> high school i refused to learn history and i would literally stand up and tell him that he's not teaching us psychological you know shit really funny? i'm not even joking i did some research on it like you know, again, i was like, so history pissed books, some things will be in color and some things will be in black and white mm-hmm. every civil rights movement is in black and white I'm sorry, honey. They had color television in the early 60s. <gasps> Don't play. Don't play. Those, those photos were edited to be black and white. What? what? We're, only, we're honestly just repeating ourselves because we didn't learn good enough last time. We're doing it all over again. Nah, that shit's cab. I and think they're, they're just trying to cover everything. up what um, actually can, happened. You just can't make a, a pride flag black and white, sis. I know yeah. what's what? what are you doing? I think it's very much just led by fear. You know, and oh, hatred. Fear and hatred. That's they're scared of the change. They're scared of what they don't know of. You know what I mean? Regarding the LGBTQ yeah. community. Like heteronormative society. Mm 
is all about maintaining quote unquote family values and maintaining age appropriate content and ways of teaching. And the fact that they're giving the message that anything LGBTQ related isn't age appropriate, that in its own is a hateful message. You know what I mean? Because it's all, it goes back to the thing of where, Oh, we're sexualizing kids animation by including queer couples or anything queer but related. How is that sexualizing if there's a girl and a boy princess exactly. kissing in a princess movie that the tier two year old is watching? No one said anything. Even like Hercules the movie, like he like kissed her, leans her way over and like the kiss is yeah. entirely too long. And that movie came out in like the early ni- uh, mid 90s. Also, they made saying. that main character like completely like curvy hourglass, oh, hourglass yeah. huge boobs <laughs> they like juiced her up super like <laughs> they super sexualizing oh, her what's her daughter you have to think about and that didn't make me straight so seeing exactly is not gonna make you gay exactly, exactly. but that's where people's heads are at they're uh-huh. thinking that it's gonna all oh, influence the children and you know the, this this message this indoctrination almost it's it's so Stupid. I don't even get that. I don't, I don't think y'all are old enough for this, but the, the cartoon, like Cat Dog, it was like, they didn't, I didn't go out to my cat, my dog, like, smashed all together. I know it's age thing. Oh! <laughs> um, <laughs> Botox and filler, babe. Botox and filler. Um, but no. you look my age. How old are you? So stop, stop. Okay, no, never mind. I will, I will never ask you know, a doll how old she is. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I was like, mm, hold, fly. Um, hold, 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 hold. But no, I didn't go out to my yard and try to smash a cat and a dog together and hope I get something. No. Yeah. So I'm not influenced by I'm cartoons like, yes. that are <laughs> that are illustrated by someone that doesn't know me. If yeah. my mother were to draw something, I would be influenced by it because I knew where it came from. Yeah. You, it's all to your interpretation mm-hmm. on what these characters are doing. Hallmark has had gay movies for the past ten years, um, and Disney has a lot of gay characters, and they seem to be like that um, Chick Fil A type. The oh, my pleasure. No, honey, he's gay. Yeah, no. like, let's, we hear the list. There's a list. There's a list. And his wrist is a, his wrist is just a little turn. Yeah. Come on. And also, also <laughs> people <laughs> saying that like movies and stuff like that will influence them, or like stuff even saying stuff in a classroom will influence them. Then what about lesbian and gay parents who raise children who grow exactly. up and they oh, get no. married and they're thing. heterosexual and, hetero. and yeah. they are living a great life. They literally have only seen love from Through a perspective gay of gay parents. Mm-hmm. And they still, like, how are you going to say that a cartoon and two, like, princesses kissing each other or two princes kissing each other is going to make that difference yeah. in someone's in a child's life like okay. i just don't understand shit it. two moms need to raise one boy that'd be the best boy ever that'd be oh i actually in kindergarten in kindergarten i knew a boy that was raised by two moms so respectful mm-hmm. yeah just, exactly peaceful, peaceful yeah peaceful. was yeah. not you know the boys in kindergarten are crazy, oh, crazy. <laughs> and then like he's the only one that's like crossing his legs and like, i know he's, like, he's polite <laughs> every girl had a crush on him you know, know. why because he was so polite so mm-hmm. polite. and you know what's so funny just because you have gay parents i mean you're only gay Exactly. exactly. I find it funny. That's I find it funny. Exactly. I, I find it and very funny. there's three fun. of us that are gay out of seven. Yeah. Oh. But I came out first. Mm. I'm the yeah. <laughs> That's a leader. It's a leader. It's a leader. And I'm not the oldest. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, wow. I know. Oh, my gosh. I respect you. I'm like, I walk into Thanksgiving looking just like this. Yeah. Who's going to who gonna say something? Amen. My grandpa is not gonna say nothing. <laughs> I'm clearly the favorite. Have a seat. 
<laughs> but like, so two straight parents will make gay children all two the time. Gay parents are the odds are ever in your favor because yeah. they see both sides and they see the outside. I would be more influenced what goes on in your household, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But no, they're saying television's done this, and I said that's a lie. That's such a of lie. course it uh, it goes back to you know the the video game argument how video games are ruining. I mean. Yes, there I is. I don't know, the, some violent games. Some violent games can get into it, but, you know, it, I feel like it's all in the same family, you know? It is. But can I just say this? And maybe this is going to sound a little crazy. Maybe the world will benefit being a little more gay. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. I know. I'm just saying. We are cleaner. There are a <laughs> lot of straight people that hide around, you know, in their adult lives and, and you know, sleep with other people that are not their partners to satisfy their needs. And, you know, unfortunately it's the fact that they have to hide, you know, it's, it's, it raises a bigger conversation in our world. It's like, what caused you to hide? What caused you to live life this way? Oh, Mm -hmm. because we live in a world where conversations like this aren't open. Mm -hmm. You know, it's the fact Mm -hmm. that this is so hush hush and it causes you to internalize that and feel like, Oh, maybe, you know, maybe I'm not gay, but I definitely have to hide who I am because you know what? Their life isn't gay or straight. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, gender's a spectrum. Sexuality is mm-hmm. a spectrum. There's no like, Oh, I'm this, I'm this yeah. labels definitely help the brain for sure. But some people you don't even, you don't need to, you don't need to call yourself. You anything. don't need to do anything. You know mm. what I mean? You just can be just you. be you like who you want, be safe, yeah. treat other people with kindness and yeah. respect and treat yourself with kindness and respect. And I think that it all goes back to the bigger conversation of this hush-hush culture of yeah. anything regarding queer. It's like mm-hmm. we hush-hush the things that could make us even better, but we amplify things that divide us and tear us down. Always. That's the problem. Look at the history. Oh my God. Look, look, I mean, you know, we get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I was literally just about to talk about... Um, how teachers can now out or school officials or school anybody who sees uh, that a child or any kid um be or participate in any form of lgbtq or tell a teacher anything that they feel comfortable with like that teacher is almost required to report it under law now to report it to their parents to the school who the school administrators and the school like, administrators who gives a fuck? call. Like, yeah. I, I'm and so what? Cynthia, We're so alike, Cynthia, Dana. No, no, it's like, <laughs> Cynthia, get a life. Like, yeah. I don't get like, it. Like, yeah. like, and in Florida, conversion therapy is legal still. So. Mm-mm. Oh, yeah. Just so, hey, not yeah. just in Florida, though. I said, no, it's I, I was about to say, oh, I just tried to look up what states that conversion, conversion therapy is legal in, and nothing will come up with a list of places where it's legal but they will tell me lists of places where it's banned but nothing yeah. will come up well because they're hidden telling me they're hidden yeah. under guises of christian camps and things like that what the right. actual fuck yeah Crazy i'm sorry church don't play i don't understand fucking people like why do people have such a huge opinion that they have to like go out of their way to like make a speech and like mm. try to make a law out of something that's literally so stupid like this i can answer your question it's called hate yeah <laughs> but like for what like why why are they like it's like just go do your own shit it's like, hatred why of what they pressed? don't it's hatred of what like, they don't know because unfortunately, it's like, fear. For, yeah, fear. It's fear manifesting in hate. But it literally bothers them that I don't, I just well, can't, because I can't wrap my head around it. In their like mind, they're... they think what they're doing is right. 
Like, they think the they're protecting fuck? children. Some yeah. of the most fabulous Why? gays are from the South. I'm just saying. That's what I'm saying. We Southern are like, gays are the best gays. I can cook, <laughs> clean, opinion. change your tire, and your oil. Are on you your from car. the South? Yes. Houston, no wonder baby. I loved you so much. Oh, <laughs> you can't even top me if you tried in in the way of winning, not the way of. Winning. Oh, I heard um, top. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, eh. um, I heard but top. Like, we're raised with like being like angelic like our mothers and being like soft <laughs> uh, and being like soft and like approachable and stuff like that while our fathers were taught to be really hard and not understanding and aggressive not very aggressive the man but when you're when you're gay and from the south you're a little you're a little cutthroat but i'm not a but you have that i'm gonna bandage your wounds when i hurt you you have both yeah. Both sides, and I'm a right? Scorpio, so I'm down to hurt. Oh, oh! I love a Scorpio. <laughs> I'm I'm we need to be friends. We should. I'm we should. Like... After a consult, I have, probably have like a two-hour window. We can get coffee. Okay, work, mm-hmm. work, Mama. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> this is not as widely known because no one was really talking about it, but it it became the biggest in Florida so far. Is this "Don't Say Gay" bill yeah. um, kind of movement? But it also, there was laws put into being passed, like, in Alabama, Arizona, South Carolina, and Utah. Oh, they're all over. They were all repealed, though. Those were all repealed. But those were the same, same thing as this don't say gay bill in Florida. Yeah. Except no one talked about it at that time. But they were repealed. They weren't even, they weren't even passed. They were repealed because um, in Utah and Arizona, a lot of gay cowboys. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Are you kidding? Utah? Infested. Infested. <laughs> Brokeback Mountain. Mountain. Oh, I'm telling you, sis. I'm telling but you. this law or this law or something similar to it is in Texas right mm-hmm. now. With there's the trans. Texas. Yes. The trans bill. But you um, know, laws in Texas, there's a there's a thing that I researched. Laws in Texas are county based. In Florida, it's all of Florida that have to follow mm. it. I come from like the largest county in Texas called Montgomery County. And we as people, we have people put in line or put in place to protect people at school. We had like, um, uh, called them hall leaders. You used to like go through and make sure everybody's like going to class and no one's getting like beat up on or taught bad to mm-hmm. like, and it was, it was all like athletic people. Mm-hmm. And is that in every school? That was our school. Like that a was, student a is student appointed. Body. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's a student body thing. I wasn't president. Huh? Wish they could have me as a president. Um, <laughs> but I was like they the treasurer. Never. I was a treasurer on the board. And I remember like agreeing, like we should, protect people in our school yeah so people don't have all the attributes of being like the best looking or dressing the best or having the money to afford to do all those things so we want to protect those people yeah and we really went out of a way to do that so like i was saying the county by county and the trans law in texas is really evasive to people that live in rural areas if you live in a county that's small and off to the side you're more opportune to get treated negatively yeah you're not gonna in my in my state in my city you can you can strap on a chest plate, tuck this, hide that, put the shape where I'm gonna look at you and be like, girl, that's that's snatched. That's sickening. But even my little sister being twelve, she'll like send me pictures like, Oh my god, she's so beautiful. I'm like so I'd have I had to have the conversation and after having the conversation I understood that like she didn't see it as a man in a dress. She seen it as a extremely pretty woman that's a little bit different Mm. and that really hit me hard and I said I need to start looking at like a younger generation differently. Yeah. Because if they're not seeing it how my sister sees it, then I need to see how where she got that from. Yeah. And we had that conversation. And there's a, a high number of trans people where I come from. It's it's probably the highest in the state of Texas, I promise. Every girl wants to be a guy. I swear it's like it's a switch. <laughs> they they play all the sports and then they go to college, come back, and I'm like, I don't know who you are. 
but hey, I'm Justin. Who are you now? Yeah. I want to know. And that needs to be more televised. The positive outcome is not what we're hearing. We're only hearing about people getting beat up in the streets and people getting thrown stuff at and not getting homes or jobs because they're, they're, wanna, they're, they're like want to be who they truly are is not being succeeded in themselves. So I want to just highlight that we are four people in a room. Two of us are extremely gay men. <laughs> and then you got one lovely, lovely person, Alex, right here, that I've seen her go through her tries and tribulations and finally find herself. And you got Dana being the straightest thing that walks. And like, and like but the biggest supporter, I will say. Dana would fight. But like that that's so amazing. <laughs> that's so amazing that we can be in a room together. And we're, I'm, I'm gay, black, and Jewish. Like, that is a trifecta of, like, you're not supposed to like me, period. And then, like, <laughs> like it's funny that we can sit in this room and be all different. It's true. The trifecta of tri- you're not supposed to like me. <laughs> you're not supposed to like me, but you need to love me. <laughs> I'll call you out. Um, but, like, we can sit in a room and, like, really understand that, like, these things don't need to be talked about. They need to be changed. Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have a conversation that don't come out of it. Yeah. So, unless we're just wasting hot air and wasting time, our words need to make change. And like all the facts you looked up, you're expanding your knowledge mm-hmm. and finding out exactly what's going wrong. And that's going to fix the world because mm-hmm. you don't see somebody in public and be like, no, unacceptable. Mm-hmm. And I know you're more of an introverted person. You're not trying to look for conflict, but if you see something happening, you're going to say something. Yeah. You don't sit there and let somebody get picked well, on. I also always want to make sure I'm so I'm informed about what I'm talking about. And that's why even if I'm having a conversation in public and something like this comes up i like will look up whatever's going on on my phone and Mm -hmm. just like have it right underneath me because i don't want to say anything wrong because i've heard a lot of people um just come out and just say whatever the fuck they want to say and they think they're so correct and Mm -hmm. in reality they just butchered three different things and then they just look dumb but in reality they were trying to stand up for themselves yeah but they said three things that they found out from TikTok in a comment section. Uh, and do not get your news from TikTok. Yeah, not like, Wikipedia or nothing special. Like, to put, actually do the research behind it. Just I li- literally just took up me saying, like, don't say gay, typing don't say gay, and a bunch of articles came up, and just word for word, what this bill entails is going to happen, what this bill entails mm-hmm. is taking place, uh, other places where this bill is starting. Like, they have one in... Um, Texas, which mm-hmm. you were just explaining, they have one starting in Mississippi, Oklahoma, and Louisiana right yeah. now. So those are all places where this don't say gay bill, this don't say gay bill is starting. Yeah. And everyone's still focused on Florida right now, but I'm like, okay, everyone is focused on Florida. I know Florida is a big state, but what if we really put into these people's brains that it's not just happening in Florida? Like, it's not okay. just a Florida thing. This is happening in multiple different states. And the suicide rates are all going to raise insanely. The suicide rates for the LGBTQ youth in Florida already are oh, soaring God. through the roof. And, like, I, like, even was looking up statistics of it, and it's crazy to see. And I can't even imagine once this bill is passed in July, like, how much that's even going to raise more. Because yeah. Like homeless rates, suicide rates, everything like that in Florida is already. Do you know already... that affects all of our bottom line? When the suicide rate goes up, we pay more in insurance, health care, um, car insurance. Shut up. Everything inflates 
because you're endangering their bottom line by doing a suicide. You're endangering the it. Fuck? And if you if you're under your parents' policy, they're paying higher premiums. Wow. I, I'm a little old, so I kind of know about like these little like insurance Wait, what the things. Fuck? That's crazy. It ruins everybody's thing. Like in in, in Seattle, it is the number one in the the whole U.S. of suicides due to like the weather and like the environment. Yes, and their insurance there is disgustingly high because Disgusting. of that reason. Because of that reason, bro. What the actual? And fuck? why are we the only ones going through the "Don't Say Gay" bill when you have other countries that are doing just fine? Why are we putting more things on our plate and not fixing anything? Is my problem. I mean, I think it's no, like yeah. A, what the fuck? A look at the bigger picture. You know, a lot of the senators were saying, quote unquote, how Gen Z is the highest generation of percentage known. wise where younger people are coming out more and more and more. Mm-hmm. And, they're, you know, because of that, they're saying the reasoning is, oh, the trends, the trends. In my opinion, I think it's because we're finally having open conversations like this where more people are yeah. able to find You're themselves. You're coming out sooner. Also, sooner. Exactly. You're still going to come out. But also look at the generation of their, their parents, their parents' generation. If you have a child that would say he's in third grade, um, that mother has to be in her like mid-30s, mm-hmm. mid-30s. Look at that generation. Don't blame the child. You need to look at the, the parent. Yeah. Okay, so this is just statistics I got off of a 2000, this was 2017 Youth Risk Behavior Survey that they did in Florida. Let's oh, what's funny bisexual. is like Alex will say all this and there'll be still that one comment. It's like, technically no. And you're like, dude, it's not even my shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I'm I'm show the phone back. Like, look what I'm looking yeah. at. Yeah. I'll send you the link. And no, they're drop like, no. the link in the it bio. It says .gov. I'm, I'm doing okay, my research. Work. I'm going. A nice source. I'm, I'm looking at A nice I didn't source. Use, I, let me just tell you right now, all the information that I have said today, I did not use one .com source. I used all .gov and .org and I did my That's research right. to make sure that it was right because let I was them know, like, Alex. no one is gonna come at me and say I'm saying stuff. Like I will leave a what's it called MLA? What is it? MLA you format will, or APA? <laughs> MLA Wait, format is like when you put out fancy. all those like I feel fancy. sources. Yeah, 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 yeah. MLA format. Yeah, 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 yeah. you put out all your sources in the back. Of uh, the I hate doing that shit. Contents. We're gonna be a meme real quick. You'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> as of 2017. From the lesbian, gay, and bisexual public high school students, 40% seriously considered suicide, 32% made a plan to commit suicide, and 23% actually attempted suicide. And that is just in 2017 alone. Yeah. Um, thinking about that, like, that's a very big number. That's Those are very, oh, very, huge. very big numbers. That's 40%? Huge. Of that's, people who have thought about it out of the people that they interviewed. I don't know how many people they did actually interview, but like... I don't care if it's 10. That's four people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's just, that's us. Mm-hmm. That, I would want to see 10 people in this room and then take out the, the suicide victims over here and then have them just look and be like, so we lost four people without a conversation. Yeah. This yeah. is what happened. They have the non-LGBTQ um, statistics here too and 10% thought about suicide seven percent made a plan to commit suicide and five percent actually attempted out of the group it's because conversations aren't happening exactly the people are feeling alone the thing is is that they're seeing all this straight the straight um 
reinforcement. Yes. And on both sides, straight reinforcement in the straight community or the heterosexual community is helping them not think about suicide. On us, we're not seeing ourselves represented. And not being represented is the worst thing. That's that's worse than like representation's everything yeah if i'm not seeing it then that's worse than just cussing me out if it's on tv because it's telling telling you that you're invisible yeah and that you don't exist or that that you're not real or invalid even worse exactly i think it's just we're stealing the lifeblood of people Mm -hmm. and we're saying it's okay so the statistics i know for a fact that if we keep oppressing children, that number will go from oh, 40. Right. Yeah. It, it'll go to 50. And then well, we're like, and that's 2017. Yeah, this is Florida 2017. But that, that's also, who even like, it's, it's Who even knows if it's the whole U.S.? Like, you think about it. If it's only going to go up, are we going to wait till like the world's in a crisis of like dead kids on the oh, street? Yeah, 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 or are we yeah. going to like fix it now? going to fix it now. Like the fuck? And it's the fact that, you know what? It's conversations like these, which is like, I really have to thank you guys. For allowing Full us, appreciation, yes. You know, thank you guys for talking. Yeah, to us about you're giving this. us a platform. platform to do so because there's gonna be someone who listens to this, who's feeling alone, who gets that sense of encouragement, like no, 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 it's okay. Like I, I, I can be who I am. Yeah. I can, I can find comfort in knowing that there's others like me out there. Because when you feel alone and, and you're in a world that tells you that you're not okay or that you need to suppress who you truly are yeah like, no wonder those and like, are going the way back to like what alex was saying how we were talking about before is like i don't understand this like law at all because i grew up in school where yeah. it was only for gay people fully talked about all the time yeah and like i could never imagine like it not being talked about you know what i mean it's just and not like, realistic. Just, yeah, it just does not make any sense. Mm-hmm. And like they were my my schools in because I went to San Diego and here in California and it's my gay schools gay down there. Yeah, and it my is. schools were all <laughs> for gay people. Like they had gay flags up in their windows, they, and like in, in front of the schools. Like you'd see more gay couples than straight couples. Yeah, but like you, you know what I mean? They were more. They were more open to being themselves. Like you yeah, saw yeah, it more yeah. because they were more at my school. In my high school, I never saw same a gay couple. I went to a I private Lutheran high school. God bless you. No, and I went to a Christian school, and that was so. I was like, "Wow, yeah, it was that's amazing!" Yeah, that I don't know so what amazing. I don't know what's going on in San Diego, but they're lit, I guess. No cap. <laughs> I mean, God is all equal. You know what it is, though. <laughs> and correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't believe people really talk about this a lot. A lot of the hatred that happens to queer kids, queer youth, queer community as a whole is very like indirect hatred. Oh yeah, but it's I, a I, it's I a mean, Christian event, evangelical way, like yeah. Oh bless God your heart. You. Oh my God, you know, we're like, pray for you. You know, yeah, you're wrong, and you're, you're you're. And I don't understand that either because they use it, the word it's not phase even, a lot. If it was a phase, honey, it would have faded a long time ago. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's a lot of like, um, let's be quiet. Like, let's not talk about that. Let's not talk. About, people don't realize that the direct harm of that is those rates of what you just mm-hmm. talked about. Even you know in depression, mean? the depression rate is. 58% for that's more than half yeah and 23% for non-LGBT so you're saying that one of us has to be depressed I feel oppressed I'm I'm depressed yeah that so that it's like that's literally they asked people Mm -hmm. about depression and that is the statistics they got back and then that's 2017 so that's a 
even longer ago than right now. And then think about right now with all this stuff going on. It's even on, worse. It's probably grown already. Like it is probably Skyrocketed. already grown. And I literally don't even know how to find the statistics or when if they I do even want to look census, at them. When they do the next census of people, they will get the new numbers. And you'll see it'll be, I bet. Astronomical. It'll be astronomically different. No, I think there is a big issue that we're going through right now with, with the statistics and seeing who's... They're getting they're getting the statistics off people that are willing to speak about it. They're not yes. There's people that are in silence. So that number well suffering could, they're in suffering. silence. And they're the people that you would never expect, like the mm. all American, all American like football. football player or like yeah. the cheerleader or like the guy that's like always had it together. Or the girl always had straight A's, whatever. That is forcing themselves to date someone and date someone that's not fitting the gender they want to be with and that's a problem or you see a lot of time adult male to be honest suicide rates i was looking at yeah are very high and in, in right. their in their letters they write in their goodbye notes in their um last words they usually come out they usually oh, express themselves as who I they are as someone. what their sexuality mm -hmm. actually is and you see that actually a lot in older males because i think that there's such a stereotype about males in this strong human being in this manly what masculinity yes, means yes and that's not and that's not even what masculinity is a man in a dress is as powerful as a man in a suit it just depends on or a gay your, suit <laughs> or a gay suit <laughs> um, and anything literally a man over here justin has heels on walked in here powerful as fuck stole the whole entire room Justin heels on out here. Like, I'm like that's six, five a right now. Well, I also I know a lot of straight guys who like to like be feminine. Yes, you know what I like mean? They're, they're fully straight, but they like to wear skirts and they like to wear like crop tops. Because expression. Yeah. But, they when did crop tops become with. gay? Because my dad's from the '80s and homeboy had crop Fact, tops on his no, whole life. Yeah. My dad it's, was fine. But like, like she I was said, like, it's oh such like I want to see a picture. It's like the toxic view of what masculinity should be, and it's so far off from what it like i feel like it actually i feel like if i'm thinking of like is. a masculine person <laughs> i'm thinking of someone a very strong male leader. is someone who's like a leader a leader or someone who takes care of nurturing the, the people around yeah, them very well who always has the best things to say about the people around them who treats women who treats other males that they like with complete respect mm -hmm. with like open the door for them before they walk inside of a door because they're like, serving yeah. themselves no, yes so an insecure like, man targets and attacks yes very violent and Bullies. and and, and uses the disguise of masculinity you know mm -hmm. that's what that, there's a like lot of Abercrombie and Fitch kind of guy you gotta watch uh, out for those kind they're good to look those at those twinks I'm telling you they're good to look at but once you invest mm. you, know, you know what I do want to say about okay Abercrombie and Fitch did get fucking thrown in the dirt by the way because they did, you did see do that all that shit I saw a girl oh so my goodness Benjamin O'Keefe mm. fabulous mm -hmm. but do you see how they how they like tried to the straight guys really pushed it on like they were gay predators basically in like so many words it's like you can't say that they're, they're not here to fight for themselves we can yeah. talk about it later yeah like but let's talk about how you really brushed over racism and went straight to those are really outlandish gays that were also racist mm. no 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 they were racist men they mm. were and then they just happened to be gay yeah gay is not my title gay is gay is a thing that was thrust upon me that i own it's mine. Mm -hmm. I'm not returning it. I don't have a receipt. 
I can't give it back. I own it. <laughs> Honey, I'm telling you, it's mine. Never it's forsake mine. the homosexuality. Out of three sons in my family, I'm the favorite, and it's clear. <laughs> it's clear. I, I get gifts on my half birthday. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Oh, I love it. Six months in. Thank you. <laughs> Ding. <laughs> the deposit hit. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. But, but no. with um, Abercrombie and Fitch, and especially with Vor- well, Victoria's Secret and a lot of other companies right now, I'm seeing companies growing their demographic, growing mm-hmm. who they're putting on their ads. I walk into Victoria's Secret with Dana, and it was a few months ago, I think, and I literally mm-hmm. was like, with my mouth open, like looking at the tv screen because they had like um a girl with down syndrome in like a bathing suit and mm-hmm. it's like you mm-hmm. that's you're like they are that's opening sick. their like visuals they're opening yeah. all these companies that used to be so like maybe it's just because they're getting in trouble or whatever like but i don't like to think about it like that i just like to put it in a way of like these companies are actually listening to us yeah us sitting here in this room talking makes it different because these people these companies are listening to us they're making changes in how they are promoting their clothing how they're promoting what they are making like abercrombie and fitch had a model in a wheelchair yes in yeah their, that in we did eye. see that one. um then uh christian louboutin has the guy with one leg mm-hmm, uh-huh. mm-hmm. yeah see, all these companies are now opening um the industry's humanizing a lot mm-hmm. more it's well, yeah, we're not this. all the same and that's what you're seeing is like if you want to sell clothes to the masses, it has to represent the masses. The ma- everyone. But why everyone has to going... be part of the conversation mm-hmm. and a part of the picture and just the overall brand because it's like before we saw brands gatekeeping and upholding <laughs> like this this idolized viewpoint of what a well, woman yeah. should be or what a man should Literally. be or what like the iconic teenager should be. But now it's all about brands. I was iconic, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I think I honestly think we are all icons uh, yeah, exactly. in our own way we are we're all nothing stars alike. we're nothing we alike. are nothing alike no one person is alike and by you calling yourself an icon it doesn't take away from the icon nope. power of someone else yeah, and ass. i think that it's like important the that these brands are finally catching on yeah. it's happening at a it's but what's exponential rate they're, they're making it better <laughs> but our world's going down it is. It well, is because, because the, the lawmakers are getting scared. No, lawmakers. <laughs> lawmakers fall into a certain demographic. They fall into a certain demographic of, of age. Old, white, crusty, wrinkly men. I'm so glad someone of that of that tone Ugliest could say that because I can't say that. But thank you. Old, white, but thank you. Wrinkly raisins. They're all just mad. But like no, for real. Like um, they used to say, it's like, oh, when they die off, they'll get better. That was like a southern thing. When they die off, they'll get better. Well, these people are not learning. People are in their 30s. I'm not waiting for somebody in their 30s to die, honey. That's I know. That's a long time. That is a long time. Like, my mom is 40, 46, 46, 46. I don't think it will be completely and, changed until our... Uh, yeah, until even no, we're there's gone. Even some, there's even, I think it's my sister generation. She's 12. Yeah. That generation will be different. Yeah, 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 yeah It will yeah. change everything. But you know what? We, we can't like stop this either you know what i mean like we, keep we have to them. keep the fight going mm-hmm. because at the end of the day i think we just have to make peace with maybe mass change won't happen by our generation but if we don't fight and keep it going it will and change keep changing, by the next storm. it will keep going for oh, the dana, next dana, and the dana next when and the did you uh next. when did you come out of straight when did that happen <laughs> yeah that's true oh, uh... <laughs> This is a really so tough alive. moment. This is a no, really I, tough I moment to know, for me. This is a great time to do it. I was like, is this when you come out straight? 
What did what did your parents? Say? I didn't I didn't know. I didn't know how to. <laughs> I didn't know how to do it. I didn't know. I was outed. But they they fully accepted me and. <laughs> Yeah, she was like, she told me the story. She was like crying, and they were like, <laughs> it was a whole "We moment. love you anyway." Anyway, you and are. They were hugging her. It was a big moment. <laughs> it was a whole moment, guys. I love but, that. Um, they found the a video crew. of you kissing Actually. a boy. <laughs> <laughs> the audacity, the gumption. <laughs> <laughs> Get the boy. Are we talking about coming out stories now? Oh my goodness! <laughs> I'm really intrigued you. about yours. I'll go last. Are you kidding me? I'll go first. I'll go first. I'll go yeah, first. no, I want to hear it now. <laughs> so, are you kidding? <laughs> uh, so um, my dad was doing like yard work or whatever, doing what straight men do on Saturdays. Like, yeah, I guess. I, I guess. My Got mother. My mother was going to the grocery store at the time, and. My dad sees one of those people like when he, he gets up at sunrise, he's out there, he's doing something. He's not coming back in until like two or three in the day. So I had all this time to like prepare myself. I remember being like weeks before, like you got this, Justin, crying and like praying and and seeing if this was really my path. Yeah. Um, and I guess I stepped into a new season of me. Uh, so when they got up, I went in the kitchen and I was like, I got to kind of like ease it to him, give it to him in a sweet way. So my dad loves brownies. My mother loves cake. Uh, we're both, we're all thick like this, okay? We ain't no thin one in the bunch, I swear. We eat way too much. Um, so I was like, let me just feed them. Well, I found food coloring. I found food coloring. Uh, my mom likes vanilla cake, so I made some vanilla cake. Mm -hmm. What I did is put food food coloring in it and made, made it rainbow. A rainbow swirl thing? Rainbow swirl thing in the cake. Oh, that is purple. But oh also, God. in the brownies, I, I what I did is, there's a, a white chocolate brownie mix. My dad absolutely and so I did the same thing with the brownies oh. and they're just baking and whatever I remember like putting ice in the cake and and like disguising the brownies a little bit and oh and put them in the refrigerator so they could chill so it'd be kind of steam like you know yeah. the little what is it called what's it called steam the steam inside the thing whatever to cover it up so you couldn't see it until they opened it and my mom comes home my dad comes in or whatever and they're getting themselves ready to like you know we're about to have a dinner party or whatever and this is before a party I really set it up so they had to wow. like I, I knew that oh, so I that put was I know they couldn't like, say anything. Yeah, they gotta like, you gotta get over it. Yeah, you gotta get you over it, sis. Because you're going in public. Yeah, you're going to be in public. No, I yeah. genuinely think that Justin is one of the smartest people I've met, literally in my whole entire life. I'm like Thank most you. intelligent Thank people you. I've ever met. Ever. He's a I'm savage. Not, I'm not gonna lie. I've known him for three years. I think that he's oh, the most. I feel so old when you say three years. I remember the first day I met you, honey. Uh huh. <laughs> on just a random house and on the couch chilling. Uh -huh. That's the way to meet. You're good. You're good. You're, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And they, I remember they came in. They're getting ready for this dinner party that we're having at our house. So they really got to keep it together. And um, and they can't leave. You can't leave your own house. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, got it. Uh, I remember like I I got dressed for the party. I was all put together and real crisp. Like my mother said, she's like, never had to ask me to look good. I was always just gonna go out of my way to do it. Okay. And. I remember she came home. She's like, hey, Justin, help me with a few things. Unload this. So I started doing whatever. She opened the refrigerator and she's like, oh, you already made you already made some cakes. I was like, oh, yeah, I made a cake and some brownies, whatever, for you and dad. And like whoever wants something. And she's like, oh, that's so sweet of you, whatever. Gave me a hug, whatever. Started doing what she's doing. And my dad comes in, starts getting dressed. And they, I think the first is like, got a text from my Aunt Vicky that she's about to be there. And... I was like, okay, this is a great time. Now, Aunt Vicky is like an ally. Homegirl knew. Oh, it's always the 
aunties. The, all, all my aunties <laughs> I came out to my aunt first. My aunt was like, I know you're gay. I, had, I was like, always thank know. you. Thank you, aunt. Thank you. I got Aunt Vicky and Aunt Tanya, two people you don't want to mess with. They're both Geminis. Watch hell, your back. Oh, hell yeah. Scary. Mom's a Scorpio, so I'm, I'm a Scorpio too. So it's like this That's really- That's power. Mm, That's a lot of power. What a room full of people. So she shows up and then lo and behold, Tanya's with her. They're all, they all rode together because I guess they don't drink or whatever. Uh, and I look back now, I'm like, yeah, drinks. Uh, and they come in and, and I was like, oh, and I was like, they're here in five minutes. So I said, oh, mom, let's go ahead and cut the cake and have one just like, you know, so it looks visually pleasing. And I was like, dad, get you a brownie. I know you want one. They cut it and they look and they're like, why is it, why is it rainbow? And my dad's like, Justin. I was like, I was like, dad, um, I like men. Uh, and he was like, the first thing came to mind, he's like, okay, and? And my mother was my mother was like shook. She's like staring at me, and she's just this one solitary tear like rolls down her face. And like, my mom doesn't cry. Neither does my dad. Like they're like some stone faced people. That's why I don't cry often. If I do, it's ugly. Yeah. You know, pretty people cry ugly. We all cry ugly. I know we do. And so like, uh, she like cries, and she's like crying in front of me. And I'm like, what do I do? And my dad's like, go to hug her. I went to hug her, and she like stopped me from hugging her and then I like really started crying uh because she just hugged me a minute ago and something had changed something had changed in like a rough way it was not like a she explained like she's like I don't want you to touch me because I don't know exactly like how I'm supposed to parent you now how to handle it. I don't feel like I did my job right and I remember explaining like you did you did more than enough like you could have not did any better than you did there's nothing that I could ever blame you for and She's like, how's the world going to see you? How are they going to treat you? And and going back and forth. And I was like, mom, at the time I was playing, like, I was about to, I was like senior football. Like, I was like really jacked at the moment. Yeah. I weighed like 220, uh, no, 225, like almost all muscle. I was like, I was like that guy, like that all-American football guy. I was like, mom, you really think I'm going to be worried about how people are going to treat me or what somebody's going to do to me? I'm like, I can handle my own. She's like, no, the people that will hold you back that are behind the the applications, the ones that don't have to see you to tell you no in your face, those people. I'm worried about those people. She's like, and we go to church, they're going to treat you this way and this way. And I was like, oh, we'll see. So for two days, like we, I, I, I legit, it's weird to stay in your parents' bedroom when you get pretty old. But like, I did not want to leave my parents. Like I slept on, they have this, like this couch at the end of their bed. I slept right there. Yeah. I was like, I'm here. If you have any questions all time of night, we can talk about it. And I stayed there hooked to him. I remember waking up like the second day. Mom was like, okay, let's go out back. Let's just talk. We talked for, like 45 minutes about like all the signs she missed, all the things that she should have saw. Yeah. And she starts thinking back. She's like, well, you were all just like, always like really pretty and put together. And like, I just thought you were just a clean cut guy. I was like, I'm still a clean cut guy. My sexuality is not me. And my dad like chimes in. What a co-signer. He's like, that's right. I said, with his wrist, I said, Dad, you don't got to act. You don't got to get the wrist. <laughs> you ain't got to do all that. Ally. He was being an ally. He was, he, was, he was. But I remember him saying, like, Justin, as long as I get grandkids. And I was like, that's a thing. I can make some kids if I want to make some kids. I can pick up some kids around the corner if I want to pick up some kids. I, if you want to have family, I can get you some family, sis. Whatever. Right. But not once was he ever like the masculine guy should be or quote unquote should be push me away. Wow. Never was a thing. Wow. He embraced me, gave me a hug and said, if somebody says something, let me know. My, all my siblings are super cool with it. 
They're like, we, we, we travel in packs. You say something, we finna all come fix it. That's okay? family right That's there. family. And judging people is not family. So my mother, I was like, mom, you're not really being family right now if you're judging me the way you're judging me. You if I, if that? Yes, I did. Mm-hmm. And, and my mom, my mom, her name is Renee. Okay. A name like Renee means that she's going to cut a throat. So I was like, Renee, you're not treating me like how family is supposed to be treated. And she like looked at me and she's like, and you're right. You're right. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. And I need to be accepting of who you are because I birthed you. I raised you. I clothed you. I send you to school every day. I'm there when you go in the morning. I'm here when you come back home. What, what did I do wrong? Nothing. Clearly. I made this child. Thank you for being you. And from then on, it's always been like, she'll like look at a guy and be like in the store, be like, ooh, look at him, Justin. I'm like, mom, don't do that. That's embarrassing. That's embarrassing. <laughs> like she wants me to get married and have kids. Like it didn't change my timeline with my parents. It improved it. Me moving 1,600 miles away, me and my mother are best friends. We, we, I was on the phone with her before I got here today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got a text in the restroom on my phone that's just like, okay, I know you're going, I know you're going on set today. Like, you got this, Justin. Tell, just tell her how it is. Aww. Like, what kind of mother, what kind of mother does that? Yeah. Like, that's how mothers should be. That's how parents should be. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So I think that this new generation of these parents that have these um, LGBTQ children are acting like that, like my mother is. Mm-hmm. And they're only accepting the good and pushing away the negative. Mm-hmm. So their children are so happenly to be coming out as gay sooner and not later. Like I, I was 17, technically 10 years behind these kids now that are seven. Like I, I lost 10 years of my, of my like gayness because I was mm-hmm. hiding it. Yeah. In, a, in, in apparently That's a so glass true. closet though, because they've seen all of it. But they just, they pushed it away, pushed away and waited for me to come out. My mom was dreading the day. My dad saw it coming. My grandparents knew. So like, that's my coming out story and I would never, I wouldn't change one single moment about it. All 72 hours of being unsure about my safety and what I was going to do was well worth losing sleep over. Yeah. Yeah. Justin, your strength, the way you handled that, it's the way you, you you allowed your mother, but you also instructed and helped her and guided. And that in Mm -hmm. its own is just such a sense of strength and power. She's a parent and a friend now. I just applaud you. Oh my gosh. I'm like, I was literally getting so emotional hearing that. It was rough. It was rough. And I just, I really hope this, the message hits somebody's home in there and and they leave it up on their browser and their parent watches it on accident. Like I want, because everything in this world is made by design. Somebody forgetting to shut their... It's on their, purpose. It's yeah. all on purpose. Someone that actually sends a link or doesn't close their laptop or and their mom just like goes to their phone and finds this. They're going to watch the whole thing. Yeah. They're not watching a few minutes. They're watching the whole thing to see what they can do and how they can parent. And I hope this really hits somebody's like heart and their mind and their home in such a positive manner. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. You are so powerful. Thank you. My feet are on fire. I know, I know you know this, but I'm just going to remind you, honey. Thank you for inspiring me today. For real. I know. Oh. We really need to get together. I need someone like you. Oh. We, can do, we can do coffee on my cry. rooftop. Oh, um, come over. We'll do whatever. Like, yeah, come over to my house. We'll have anything. We'll do anything. <laughs> you want to tell us? A little bit of yours. Yeah, um, my story. I mean, I think it's similar. You know, I think just vice versa. Um, my mother always knew. I think my dad knew, but sorry, pillow just fell. 
my dad knew but was probably running away from it you know for a while mm-hmm. which i don't think him and i have actually never talked about before so i hope he isn't listening to this <laughs> um i according to a source my father was totally not okay with it you know at first but eventually came into the knowledge of everything and how to handle the situation um my mother has always been my biggest supporter from day one you know she was the one to take me grocery shopping in the barbie aisles when i said i wanted to get a toy for my sister (laughs) Uh you know um i grew up in las vegas and my father was born and raised in peru and when he moved to vegas the whole family moved there you know like everyone up to my great-grandparents on my father's side moved to vegas who i still know today and talk to so obviously it's like that the spanish culture with the catholicism behind it there's a lot of you know messaging that doesn't really align with who i was and i was always sent to religious private schools growing up um, that I was just constantly, you know, taught that this isn't the way and this isn't, it's, it's a sin. You can be who you are, but who you are is a sin, essentially. Mm-hmm. In was, a box. Yeah, I always knew I was just not straight. And I think my gay awakening was definitely like Jonas Brothers, Anakin Skywalker <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> One Direction. <laughs> One Direction as well. You oh, know, girl. in each era, you know, started with Anakin, then mm-hmm. Jonas Brothers, then One Direction. Um, and I think for a majority of my life, and you can probably relate, it was just hiding, you know, hiding, hiding, hiding. Um, I grew up with the internet. I got my first I device when I was in fourth grade and so with mm-hmm. that I had early access to things that I was questioning about mm-hmm. you know so what did I do I looked it up and honestly I would say it was because of the internet that I was guided the strength or given the strength to come out because without the internet I wouldn't have been able to find my community mm-hmm. you know um, and actually my family terrified me because it's like there was a gay member in my family. I have a cousin who was 10 years older than, no, 15 years older than me. And he was just open and out and proud. But whenever he'd have a, a boyfriend over, I would always get introduced to the boyfriend as, oh, this is, this is his best friend. <laughs> That's like, some southern stuff right there. I know they're not best friends. Like <laughs> the way, like girl, he has a limp wrist around this whole family party right this now. This limp wrist. I don't care who you are. It's it's stuck. Like and that. I'm like in second grade, just like looking at this dude. Like, no, this isn't happening. Um, so I, most of my life was pretty much hidden. You know, I my first time hearing the word gay was when I was in second grade. Is when someone called me gay. You know, and that's when I started to realize, oh, that this is not a good thing. Did you get defensive? Yeah. Same. I was just very much like, oh, what do you mean? Like, I'm just, I just like talking a lot. You know what I mean? Or like people would always be like, why do you sound so girly? It was always that. I don't know if you ever got that. I got that a lot. Yeah. And so in middle school, I was just purely made fun of for that reason. You know, like ostracized, like, oh, it's because you're gay. You know, you can't do this. Like, oh, you know, um getting chosen last for all the games and PE just all it's like little things like that like no one wants to talk to you or none of the boys want to talk to you because everyone knows you're gay but you 
I mean, you know, but you just don't know like that. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not you, you haven't honed in on that power. So most of my middle school life was just spent in hiding. I really reclused from people. I, I had a group of girlfriends and God bless all the girlfriends out there. But when it was finally coming down to it, I found my messaging through Lady Gaga. I really did. And I'll always talk about that because mm-hmm. when I finally started to realize like, oh, like I'm totally gay, I'm totally attracted to men you know mm-hmm. i'm totally not straight it was through st- studying lady gaga's sociology almost through her interviews and hearing her message and hearing her word where i found someone that i could relate to i was hiding in my bedroom all the time in middle school i just remember mm-hmm. to always be in my bedroom always 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 because i was going online and looking at these interviews and watching queer creators on youtube where I would find my sense of community and sense of family because through these private, you know, religious institution schools that I was going to, that was not there. That was not talked about. And if it was, it was very negative. Mm -hmm. So it was through Lady Gaga and through those people that I was able to form my identity really and figure myself out because I didn't want to have a conversation if I didn't even know who I was and Mm -hmm. I didn't. Like you know. get your facts for real get your facts get your together, facts together. Mm-hmm. because that through that i was able to learn who i was and before coming out i was terrified because i didn't know how my life would change you know i think that's a big reason why people don't want to come out is because their life is going to change and the reality is your life is going to change you don't know how and that's mm-hmm. the scary part because mm-hmm. it could be for better or it could be for far worse and so that was my biggest it issue. could be for far worse but i feel like if it gets you into far worse, there is always that ability to bounce to, back. to bounce back. And I feel like because you're you are honing such in on a you. happier person yes. once you bounce back. So even if you make that decision and it does not go the way that you want it to go, that you have to keep moving on. You have you made that decision because you finally decided you wanted to be you. So don't take that decision back ever yeah. to be you, even if it didn't go great the first time you decided because everyone's mad at you for actually deciding to actually want to be yourself and love yourself so that's very important too i would just say for them also like if if it does come back not as positive as like some of your guys's like has yes um just know that down the line there's there's always i mean there's a whole family here on the other side now that I've come out, I realize that there's a whole community willing to offer that help and support where your family doesn't give it or yeah. your friends don't mm-hmm. give it. True. Because that's the truth and reality is that some most some or most people's coming out experiences are not going to be positive. They're not. They're just not. And there's nothing you can really do to change that. I will say to the queer youth who are listening, if you are considering coming out, but however you know for a fact your situation is not safe, and if you are still a minor, I would honestly just maybe hold off until you can get to a moment where you know you're safe. Because, yes, I understand how it is. You want to be yourself and you want to declare who you are and let this is us telling you that listen to how we went through it you will have a different experience no matter what no matter what but also your safety is important your safety is important we understand you're out there we have love for you we want you to be safe if you feel like it's an unsafe situation like you've said you need to make sure one if you come out you're in a public place okay you're in a public place you have a place to go you have things you can do. You have resources. 
if you're you doing all somewhere your, to go. If you're doing your research, get your resources together. Mm-hmm. Do both. Have the so, receipts because people yeah. love to argue. If you're if you're if you feel like you because I know a lot of men out there and I don't take their kid coming out is a good way. Um, if it gets violent, you can leave. You already have a backpack packed. Mm-hmm. You're ready to go. You have your plan. You have your plan. Don't be waiting for the tornado to start and then start digging a hole to get underground, honey. Yeah. Build your underground fortress together and then you let it run wild. Know where the cellar's at. Mm-hmm. Not the wine. Well, the wine cellar, too. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I don't even know what I was saying. But, I mean, my coming out story was I was just getting to the point where I got really depressed. Like, I was not talking to my parents. My relationships just started changing. And it was because of the fact that it's like... I finally knew who I was and I was not taking anything else as, as an answer, you know, mm-hmm. um, my family started to see it and I am really, really privileged and lucky at the fact that I have a family that is really open and accepting and somewhat familiar with the terminology already as it is that they're going to have a conversation. Mm-hmm. My aunt sat me down at a Chipotle. We talked about it. You know, she goes like, what's up? What's up? What's up? Yeah. You know, and I fully just told her. She's the first person I came out to. Just to verbalize it. Just to verbalize it. And I understand how it is just to say the words I am gay are so scary. Mm -hmm. Because you yourself, after years of being taught that that's wrong, just to say those words, you feel it. It's like like you feel like you're saying a curse word, Mm -hmm. you know, to your parents in like third grade. It's that kind of feeling. It's that I'm gay. It's like... Mm-hmm. It stings Clutch a little your bit pearls. to yeah. say it. It really doesn't. It's scary. It's you don't want to go there because of years of conditioning. So once I finally was just able to say that, it was oh my god! It's like the most liberating feeling ever. It's like finally, it's freedom, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and then my mother and father, we sat down. We did it in a public place. We had a conversation, and I didn't explicitly say I was gay to my parents. I, I couldn't. I didn't use that either. I, I said I said I like guys. I said that too. Mm-hmm. I said I can see myself with a man more than I can with a woman. Mm-hmm. That's exactly how I said it. Because yeah. it's scary. The people who say I'm gay, <laughs> you're so brave. I'm like, I'm like, yeah. I'm like a word. Because I couldn't say the word no, gay. I couldn't. It I seems could so not dirty. Say, it seems dirty. It seems wrong. It seems very like, shh. Don't <laughs> say that out in public. You mm-hmm. know? And. From that moment, I was really lucky that my parents both accepted me. You know, they just said, sure, like, we're going to accept you for who you are. Now learning, I know that that wasn't always the case, but I'm really glad and really lucky that I had supporters in the background scenes who were fighting that fight for me. Mm -hmm. But now it just kind of ignited this like life mission of mine to offer that to the the kids Mm -hmm. who don't have that. You know, because unfortunately, like we were just talking about, there's a lot of families that don't do that. They don't support their kids. They don't love their kids. They they tell their kids to get out. Yeah. You know, like, I'm sorry. This isn't the way it is. And you need to leave. You know, there's a thing that I, I read one I read once that was it's a certain demographic and it's a certain like social class of people that will push their children away if they're trailer park and they're living paycheck to paycheck that child is less likely to leave because they're bringing money into the household and they're they're like supporting and they're not gonna cut cut ties with the the money side for for a a petty a petty thing like that they're not 
Now, if it's a well-to-do family and like I was, I'd have been more scared in your situation, having the, the private school lifestyle and stuff like that. They weren't gaining from you. No, they could have just, here's your stuff. Actually, it's stuff we paid for. We'll hold exactly. on to it. Exactly. Good luck. Exactly. In my situation, we're like middle class. I wasn't like giving anything, but I bought my parents a lot of like small town royalty kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like they go to the beauty salon or like the barbershop and I'm the conversation. Imagine pushing your son out and you have no more conversation. Conversation rules. If you have a gift of gab, you can really give it. So like my parents, I guess they weighed the odds in the moment. They were like, there's no way our hatred of what you what you proclaim to be will change how we treat you or how we do the moving forward of us together. Yeah. And I think we have a lot of children that are being like, but then if you're in a lower income household, you're more opportune to, to domestic violence. And then that falls into that. You can't leave, but you, you have to stay there and get beat up. Exactly. So now we're talking about like um, parental violence and, um, the the murder rate going up, the homicide rate going up, not the suicide rate, because you can beat a dog and it's still going to come back to you and pray for your forgiveness, even though it did nothing wrong. That's how I see my little kid inside. You can beat me with your words, but I love you so much. I don't want to leave. And I struggled with that a long time. That's why I finally came out. Mm-hmm. You can't gay bash someone over here and then me sit back and knowing I'm gay and I don't tell you. And then I'm only making the world worse. Yeah. My parents have both said horrible things, derogatory things towards gay men in society. They have. And it hurt me. I remember like right after I think my dad said something and I looked at him and was like, Ugh. I mean, I was like, I am so sorry. He's like, he's like, and this is the worst thing. Cause I feel like gay passing is, is like a, a term that we don't talk about very often. Um, you, for instance, we're two different kind of gays. Like if someone says something, Oh, they, they're not going to say it to my face. They're going to say it behind my back where I don't see it because I present this, I present as this masculine man, but they're going to say it to your face and know you're not going to do anything. And that's upsetting. Uh, my dad said, Oh, you're not one of those gays. And I was like, excuse me. We're, we're all gay. I'm so lost. LGBTQ centers and Planned Parenthood offer therapy. They do offer therapy services. So if you go into LGBTQ, centers around los angeles if you're in the los angeles area i don't know much about out of los angeles but in the los angeles area if you go to an lgbtq center or you go to a planned parenthood center they do have therapy for people who can't afford it as much so if you do need therapy services and you are in los angeles um i don't know much more but i'll look into other places here you can go to those places and get mental um and mental guidance, um, anything you need. If you need someone to tell, if you need someone to come out to, you can go there and they will, they, you can come out to them. And, and they that will action tell you. is so healing. Mm-hmm. Just to be, just to be able to tell someone. Yeah. Cause I remember I would hide truthful. on internet servers, <laughs> <laughs> like anonymous internet servers and just say yeah. I'm gay to random people <laughs> over and over so again fun. until I felt comfortable with I it. I never did that. Aww. You know, the first, the first, Oh, thing I ever came out you. to was my dog <laughs> Buddy. I was like, Buddy, I'm gay. Aww. And he just sat there and I was like, He's hey, happy, yes. me too, me too. Wait, what? My childhood dog was named Buddy too. Uh-huh. I had a red healer. He was the most ugly little thing. <laughs> you know, ugly so funny. dogs are so cute. He was, he was like, he was like me in a dog form. Like he had been like beat Wait. up and like sheltered, and oh. he was mine. 
hit that. asthma. I was like, oh my god. Yes. Like, did he snore? He did. <laughs> we talking about Dior or what? Your dog got some other thing going. She's so pretty. She's so pretty. Alex, what's your coming out story? Um. Okay. So, um, I honestly don't really have like a label on myself still to this day like to this moment Work. um i know the first girl i ever kissed was literally in third grade in the bathroom um i love that <laughs> in third grade in the bathroom in elementary school i was kissing girls and um uh, i didn't really realize that side of it or what i was kind of doing and i also was really young and I didn't have any interest in all the boys that everyone had interest in. I didn't uh, have interest They were so in, trash then. I didn't have so interest trash. in, like, Jesse McCartney or, like, you whoa, know whoa, what whoa, I mean? Wait a minute. Fine. Come on. He was fine. Uh, Chill out. He was so fine. And he's still fine. We're over here like, yeah, yeah. Wait. Wait. <laughs> wait, wait. I don't agree with like, that. Like, if you could name some of the guys that, like, you would... Zac Efron. Jonas like, I didn't Brothers. I like Zac Efron. Justin I thought Bieber. that Gabriella was pretty, though, and I was obsessed Whore. with her, right? <laughs> or I thought that um, in Wizards of Waverly Place, I had a huge crush on Alex, Alex who was Russo. the main character. So she was pretty hot. Was she was like, pretty hot. And you know how you could go back into your Instagram likes and see what you liked now from, like, yeah. the past? I, I don't have one photo of a male of, of a guy you like. No Tumblr boy, no... No, like me, I'm here all for of them it. are just like. <laughs> so I, I think it took, but it took me a long time to realize that it did. It took me a long time to realize that it was actually like, and my parents, I think they honestly knew before me because they would be like, "Whoever you like, it's okay, Alex. We love you anyways." <gasps> like they would just say that to me over and over again. Those and are I good was like, parents, right there. I was yeah. like, Those okay, are great parents. Okay, thank you. And then they're like, "What about a girlfriend? You don't want to?" And I'm like, "No, no, no." So I was the person that was like. I'm not like that. Don't t- don't talk to me like that. Except yeah. at the same time, I honestly, behind the scenes, I was like that. Yeah. And um, I think, unfortunately, in middle school and high school, when I did know and I was, like, doing stuff very secretively behind, like, everyone's back, um, I tried to tell my friends one time, except they thought I was joking. They thought I was, oh, like, no. joking and, like, making a joke of it. Mm. And so I kind of <laughs> took it back. Because I was like, well, if they didn't actually take it in that type of way, then I'm I'm just gonna take it back. I like I don't I don't, yeah. I never said anything. I never said anything. I'm not. I don't like girls. Like I don't like. Oh, so so I kind of just like moved on from that, and I kind of put in my own head that I wanted this like life where I get married and I have kids and I make the kids and I'm like a housewife. Like I feel like I always like thought that's how life was supposed to be like i was that middle schooler who made like the binder with their wedding dress and their baby kid names and like what their invitations would look like like you i can was still like, do that yeah i know but i was <laughs> that kid that did that and i always thought of it in a way of like a hetero only do it with a guy because yeah. that's what i was told from everybody around me and it wasn't even my parents who actually put me in that box it was honestly the people around me who put me in that box because every time I would try and make a comment about it I was shut down immediately or it was turned into a joke or stuff like that would happen so so quickly that I never really accepted it in myself which is and I also had that like toxic thing in my head where I was like okay I have to I can like girls right now but I have to end up with a guy in the future so then I would never like actually really date girls um I would just like talk to them or like have a thing with them because I would always 
Or I'd be, like, dating a guy and still talking to a girl in the background. Like, that doesn't sound great. Like, I'm sorry. I apologize for it now. But, but it's honest. I didn't know. If you're one of the guys I she used to talk to, know. she apologizes right now. Yeah. I actually don't. <laughs> you guys are all pieces of shit. If you guys were nice, then, then I would say, like, I'm sorry, but... But I never cheated or anything like that. I just, like, emotionally would always be talking to a girl because it was, like, my emotional comfort. It's what I need for my emotions. And I realized that then I think I only came to you, like, about, like, literally last... Girl, I knew you were gay. I know, but I only came to you, like, last (laughs) December, like... Yeah. And told you that I think I actually, like... Only like girls. Yeah. So it took me... I, I even came to her, like recently about it and was like i think i only like girls like not guys at all and that was that was very recent like only a few months ago um i never told my parents i just popped out with my with a girlfriend and they like were like okay cool like cool and then they met her and they love her and my mom now buys rainbow shirts buys me rainbow chargers and i love the overcompensating (laughs) she buys like like, i I do not need a rainbow sippy cup thing no she she bought me a rainbow charger for christmas because because it's lgbtq and then she bought um all rag towels new for our house that all have rainbows all, rainbow. all over yeah, them yeah, 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 yeah. she and was she, praying for a gay child she loves it I need it she, she loves it rainbow so, fanny packs and I'm I'm so nothing says gay thankful. like a fanny pack need <laughs> it <laughs> I don't have like more I don't have much of like an emotional coming out story and I think I'm still kind of living That's the coming okay. out story right now as like I valid. haven't even put out really in public yeah anything and I don't really have a label on myself either because up until a few months ago i would have called myself bisexual and i don't even think i have any interest Mm -hmm. in males at all like at all completely every single one of my best friends growing up were bi or lesbian (laughs) not san diego to me (laughs) (laughs) best friend in fourth grade cut her hair all off i cut my hair all off hell yeah Um, she did it because she was like you know a guy's girl and i did it because i thought she was cool as fuck and then i um and then my best friend in middle school and high school growing up, same girl. She, I knew that she was, like, lesbian because she would always be, like, talking to girls and never would talk about guys. And I remember the one time she told me we were in, like, a porta potty bathroom going to this, um, what, Scream Zone place or whatever. Yeah. And she was all like, I'm bi. And I'm like, dude, I know. Like, come on, let's go. We don't let's go. care. Like, and I'm like, it's a porta potty, bro. Like, <laughs> and she goes, okay, okay. Starts jumping and starts running out, and then my Aww. other friend, she asked me to homecoming, and I said yeah because I thought it was just cool. Hell yeah! yeah so then we went to homecoming. It was like bestie vibes, but she still like wanted to do it because she was like, you it was know, her, it was for her. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. And I still have the poster to this but day. But you did it. You did yeah. it for her. Yeah. Well, can I say something, Alex? Mm-hmm. You don't gotta come out to people. Yeah, I know. Uh, you know the mo- the only person you have to come out to is yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The only person you have to. You know, you have to accept yourself, really. You really do, because I think that's that's before coming out. You have to be okay with you. Mm-hmm. And even if you don't want to put a label on that, if you just like who you like and that's it, then work. Mm-hmm. Because honestly, that's my dream for the world, is to just come to a day where we don't have to, like, mom, dad, you know what I mean? Yeah. We can just, it like, shouldn't be a we conversation be like, mom, anymore. dad, this is my boyfriend yeah. girlfriend well that's exactly what i did i literally looked at them and was like exactly hey i have a girlfriend and oh okay or like i'm talking to a girl okay and here's what she looks like and they're yeah. like oh okay cool well I've, like, I've brought a girl home one time i think i was like 
beginning it was like a beginning of the school year because i came out towards the end of the school year when i was when i was 17 and i bought a girl home because like i legit thought i was forcing myself to be with a girl at the time and uh, we were walking in and i was like oh this is my girlfriend my dad was like Okay. okay. <laughs> no they, 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 they let her stay. Look, this is like this is like they were trying to either make me straight or just like he ain't no getting out no way. Uh, um, they let her stay the night. She could stay in my bedroom. We uh, could go. Pl- her parents didn't care either. Um, whatever. And if you're if you're watching this right now, girl, you were pretty, but your cousin was so much cuter. He was fine as shit. Uh, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, true. It's always having a crush on the best friend's brother kind of fantasy. My best friend's brother <laughs> is the one for me. BFB. What? I don't know the rest of the song. <laughs> me neither. But like, but like, I did that to myself, so I can only imagine like hiding behind something else that's like more, you know, damaging to you and someone else. Yeah. I mean, we got collectively. I think we got some great kick-ass parents here mm-hmm. you know if they all hung out i'd be kind of scared yeah i know yeah. right My parents we got some part- cool ass parents but i think we got to remember that you know that's not not everyone's this yeah. lucky that's not the tea so i got very very like very very lucky and i know i got very very lucky yeah. and i love my parents and they have always shown me that and they've always shown me that i could do whatever i want i could be whoever i want i could love whoever i want and they've always showed me love from when I was younger. So I got very, very lucky mm-hmm. with parents like that. And all I can hope is that I can bring on that and I could teach other people to be parents like that to their yeah. kids in the future if their parents are not like that to them. Um, I think it's, like, so interesting hearing stories also. I know from, like, other people who came out and their parents don't talk to them anymore and they're mm-hmm. not in their life or they literally got cut off immediately. And I'm... But they're living them. Yeah. And they're living the life they're living and mm-hmm. they're being happy with themselves. And so That's this a is superpower. another Yeah, this is another form of just because you're blood, it doesn't mean that you're family. It doesn't mean mm-hmm. that they need to be there. If they like just because someone is blood to you, if they do not accept you for who you are, if they do not love you, if they're not gonna be there for you at the end of the day, then they're not your family. Your family is the people who are there for you and do that for you. Mm-hmm. So if you are, if you do have a hard time coming out, if you do make sure, I think like we talked about it before, that you do have a backup plan. You do have that group of friends who are like that family for you. You do have somewhere you could go. At least you save up some money. Do do whatever in your power you can just until you can get to that point where you could walk out that door and be like, bye, you never have to talk to me again if yeah. you ever want to. And then once you walk away and you say you never have to talk to me again, I promise you sometimes they come back and they want to be in your life at least to watch you get married at least to watch you have a kid at least to watch some of the small things in your life it might not be for all your big support it might not be that they love you to death and it might not be the best circumstance but if they actually care about you and they are blood for you eventually they will come around and they will be that person to you and if they are not that person to you it is okay it is not selfish it is not too much to walk away from to wa- that. Yeah. It is not You got to respect yourself much and you got to gotta know what you, you yes. deserve. Uh-huh. Because they're in the wrong, but you, we, we got to accept that mm-hmm. and almost just get your life. Mm-hmm. Get mm-hmm. what you know you get deserve. Your get yeah. your life. Never get be life. too scared to stand up for yourself. It doesn't matter who it is to. Friends, family, teachers, parents. No mm-hmm. matter what. Like, never be too scared to stand up for yourself. I feel like a lot of the times we're very quiet about, like, situations that happen also because we don't want to be bashed online um 
for saying certain things. Um, and when we're, we put stuff out there, we honestly just want you guys to be like, we just want to educate. We just want to educate what we went through. We want educate and inspire. Yeah, we yeah. want you to know that you can like do it too. Like we're all just people that started off from like the same of nothing and didn't know each other. Now we're all sitting here in this room and we can tell these stories to you. So weird. And, yeah. <laughs> I will say it's because of my parents though. They did allow me that mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. you know my dad and my mom are so great especially now me growing into like my adult life with just who I am and because I'm still finding myself every Mm -hmm. single day you know so I'm just really grateful the fact that we're all here today and we can have this conversation is through you know our parents that have allowed us the opportunity to you know what I mean Mm -hmm. hone in on our power and they support us every day because supports everything Mm -hmm. supports everything and we can be that support for other people yeah Mm -hmm. and even um parents of kids who are heterosexual with um there they have friends that are gay that come over they have friends um sometimes you will let the parent know the parent either or sometimes that person will literally be like can you please not act gay right now like you know what i mean in a friendship setting in a Been friendship there. you yeah. know what i've had exactly i've had you literally just reminded me of and this I'm like, i completely I'm like, forgot oh, about sometimes, <laughs> sometimes i see where it's okay for that circumstance like if if you're not out to your parents they say to tone it down be, tone it down tone it down is a term if down. you're like at a lunch with a bunch of people or like at a lunch with all your friends and they're like can you like not, not be, be so like gay that right yeah now? like i just i feel like i get invited because that. i'm gay to be honest i know i'm like <laughs> i'll so be there like, i feel like I'll those are very offensive comments too but why don't yeah. i if you don't or want me to act myself then why am i here then i've <laughs> literally been invited to an event one of my friends was doing an event with a charity and the owner was like this christian conservative guy mm-hmm. and i guess he was gonna be there mm-hmm. and the mother of a close friend of mine just asked me to kind of not really wear any makeup like not fuck? really People kind of actually make like mm. a not, essentially you know what's so funny? not they, be they send a woman they send a woman to tell you and always. that always seems to be the thing always. but homegirl will catch hands as fast as her husband will <laughs> okay you don't tell no me no one is exempt no one is exempt bisexual what are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> it's so true smile. that's another form of homophobia that I is. say it's for sure it's like can you tone to it down act. I'm like Bitch, yeah. let Especially me go pull the eyeliner public, out. Shut up. <laughs> in public, it's like... Yeah. Uh, no, especially because like people, it's honestly, it's just them just projecting their homophobia and their insecurities. They don't want to be seen with you. And honestly, if anyone, if anyone tells you that, I wish I had the courage to do so back then. But if anyone tells you to do that, be like, okay, I won't be there anyways. Yeah. yeah I'm not coming. Like then I won't be there. And if anyone tells you that, then they should not be in be your there. Life. Exactly. They should not even too. have the opportunity to It's time to reevaluate. To yeah. I just finally got rid because of Because they I definitely have internalized friend That was very, like, that. And I couldn't. <laughs> y'all know. Fuck that fool. Fuck that fool. But I, I, I remember putting on heels, and we were visiting We were visiting somewhere else. I think it was his family or whatever. And uh, I'm, we're going out. We're going out. And you're saying you're meeting your gay friends. Oh, we're going to the gay side of town, so I got to get ready. Duh. Your parents know where we're going. So I put on I put on my, my heels. Well, they, they as were as you do. Oh, they were cute. They were open toed feet. Toes were white. You know, white toes. Um, and his dad looked at me like, hmm. and then he was like, Justin, didn't I tell you to like, you know, tone it down, like, tone it down while we're here at this house? Like, 
Um, I hate the word. And I was like, excuse me. I was like, we well, may like hold my heels in my hand and walk around the house or what? Like, yeah. I didn't know what he was trying. To, I knew what he was trying to say, but That's I was like, actual fuck. I don't give a fuck what your father thinks of me. Yeah. <laughs> He's not my father. Fuck I have him. a powerful father, mm-hmm. and your mother. Fuck her too. Because <laughs> she dealing with that. Because she, <laughs> she dealing with him. She had said this. Fuck him too. I know. So I remember being like in their kitchen, standing in my heels, drinking some water. And they're like over there talking, whatever, like quietly. And I'm like. Splash it on the couch. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> and I left my glass on the counter. Let it get dirty. Right. Rings. Let rings with happen. A, with a lipstick stain on the rim. I had a little lip gloss on my Lip gloss is popping. I leave it. Is it. Have fun using that Dawn to get this product out. Oh my God. Scrub. Scrub. Scrub, bitch. <laughs> exactly. Dude, but I'm like, actually dead. Even your, even watch, because when you start being yourself and people start treating you different. People start to shut it down. They start They're scared. Down. When they want to shut you down, when they want to say you changed up, or you're acting brand new, it's not that, honey. You're no, acting no, no. You. you. I'm being me, mm-hmm. and me being me offends you, then we're not friends. Exactly. We don't need to be- I'm not hurting myself or anyone else. We're just not friends. And that's fine. And that's okay. I mean, the way I look at people yeah. like that, that people that treat you like that, that are friends for a while, and they want to, they want to change up on you, Look, look in a kitchen. What's what's the third thing to go out of date? Like it's like eggs or like uh, something in the pantry mm-hmm. that like a, a dry food good. Oh, it's out of date. It hurts your feelings because you knew it would always be there for you. But yeah. now you can't eat it because you can't get anything from it. You got to throw it away. So I just open the door and let him exit. That's okay, so smart. Like that. not, that stage, so smart. not even stage left. Not even, you get I stage like right. Oh, hell no. They get the, 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 the exit. The, the exit. fire No, you don't need the noise in the background. Like, but like. I don't even regret one moment of saying, I'm too good to be your friend. You're not good for me. Yeah. Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. Separate. It gives very much like girlfriend who loves the gays, but has like a homophobic ass, transphobic ass boyfriend. <laughs> oh, and, and, and they always say, they always say it's like, oh, he's uncomfortable that you're like, we're like really close. No, he doesn't like that I'm gay. He knows yeah. that I'm not trying to get with you. But if you want to keep pushing it, I can revert we back can to old there. Justin. I can hit it to piss him off. Don't play with me. Don't play with me. Don't let these heels fool you, sis. I still got the game. I'm dead. I don't do it. I don't do it often, but when I do, <laughs> it's done. It's done. Savage. And we're gonna hop out after and go get some 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 food. We'll kiki. We'll kiki later. <laughs> we'll go hit and go to the gay club. <laughs> yeah, you know you're gonna go hit and then go with her to check out guys. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, For you real. had to get your knock. I'll knock it off real quick. <laughs> if y'all out there thought thought we missed something that was really crucial that you wanted to hear about, leave in the comments. Just below. leave in the comments, yes. and um, I'm pretty sure we'll. Or just, hit us, up. Yeah. just, just hit, hit us up. Just hit us up. Our here DMs for are you always to... open. We're Please. so here. If because... you want to come out to us, then come out come to out us. To us. Exactly. We will respond to you. We will have a full response. We will be there for you. We will be your friend during that moment. And if you need someone to be there to support you, to hear you, we will be Our those doors people are to open. hear you. I'm only a FaceTime away, honey. It's going to be okay. <laughs> it's going to be okay. And you know, leave in the comment section. We'll get back with it. You never know. There could be a second episode about how it's okay just to be you. 
Because um, that's a whole topic in itself. That's a whole topic, girl. <laughs> that I'm still learning morning. about. Yeah, same. I think we all are. It's a journey. It's a yeah, journey. It's mm-hmm. not a destination. Uh-huh. It's like it's like Dora the Explorer. She's always on the go. She got a backpack, a map, and there's always a hater trying to bring her down. That is society. <laughs> that is society. Oh my God, I'm backpack, dead, back, her backpack is her I'm best friend. Her map, her map is like her like encyclopedia of like the teacher at school. Yeah. And then that that uh, swiper no swiping. That asshole gotta go. Stupid. That's like that's 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 <laughs> that politics, baby. Go. That asshole gotta go. So if you got a swiper, no swiping in your life, little swiper, you get rid of him as soon as possible. Prepare your backpack, get your flask with your water, your map, get your ass going and say, Hola, and then Hola. Like, <laughs> to some new friends, and then get your shit together. Like, you got this, sis. <sighs> Oh, and you don't have to be super feminine to be gay, by the way. You don't. You can just like You me. really don't. You don't have, a, have to have a limp wrist. No. My wrist, my it wrist adds. Is, well, my, I have this little bracelet. I have this little <laughs> Tiffany adds. bracelet on that keeps my wrist from tilting too much so it doesn't like drop hard. Oh. But it holds it. It's, and look, hold. hold. Oh, shut It's, it's a like trainer. Tight. It's a trainer. But this is like, 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 this little <laughs> slip. <laughs> a wrist trainer. Ugh. You can't get it. Bro. Um, so like you don't have to be super feminine and you don't have to be super masculine to be a lesbian or you don't have to be those things. Um, so just go be you. Whatever you feel you like you should be. You don't have to fit into the stereotype of anything. There's no, yeah, yeah. Because expression, identity, sexuality, these are all interchangeable mm-hmm. and all are you. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? No one can tell you how to do you. And at the end of the day, that's all it is. Yeah. And doing you. Leave their your Instagram for them real quick. Yes. So they can talk At to you. Brendan W. Jordan DM me. I am so serious because I know what it's like to feel alone. Um, if you ever do need a friend to talk to or just some guidance, I'll let you know what I know, but I do not know everything. Yeah, <laughs> but same. I will be there for you whenever you need it because I know how how it feels Mm -hmm. and you're at justin it is justin underscore voyage um i'm in my dms every day if you need anything i can always get back to you um or or just respond to the moment you're not alone if you want to talk to somebody like like my co-host said that you we don't know everything not at all but if you're going through something i have an inclination about I can talk you through it. It's mm-hmm. going to be okay. Yes. As the sun, as the sunset yesterday and rose this morning, it'll do it again. Also, yeah. just and add again. Justin on Snapchat. He'll send you a motivational <gasps> oh speech every morning. Okay. I Wait, get what? One and I love okay. it. Every my every Snapchats, morning. My Snapchats are there. Sometimes he has like some good lighting moments, and I'll even respond, be like, "Oh, so the lighting's really good the today." Lighting was <laughs> epic. I was like, "There, he got a full, he had a full production full one day. He's like in a studio, yes. and he's sitting out with a spotlight on him. The light is like I was like, "Oh, this is a high reflector Snapchat today." Not fair, the reflector life day. I like yeah, that. Oh, I yeah, brought to the beach. Oh, that's what that was. Um, and it's Justin MC. It's Justin MC forty nine is my Snapchat. Literally adding right just, now. And, and now that Snapchat updated, I can. We don't have. I don't have to accept you as a friend for you to watch my stories anymore. You can just watch what I post. Um, so just comment, and then you can just DMs like, "Hey, Justin, I watched your snap," and then we can just like kindle a friendship. We can really get something going. And lo and behold, you show up in L.A., you never know. You never know. Literally. Welcome to the city. Oh, hell yeah, guys. Thank yeah. you for I'm coming I'm so happy on. I met you, Justin. Seriously. Hey, We're going to we be brought, friends. We brought these besties together. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. captioning on this. I remember meeting this oh, lovely yeah. creature 
It was at the W Hotel. Uh, it was Pride Weekend. It's Pride Weekend of 2019. Oh God! You were performing. I was go-go dancing. You were, you were performing on the rooftop of the W. Yeah, you were extremely game. drunk, but you really gave me a Gaga <laughs> performance for the gods. Yeah, I used to be a little dancer in LA nightlife. I literally I don't remember and, anything about that You hit the ground so night. hard and you, you swung your hair. I was like, oh, we're yeah. going to be friends. I don't uh, care how long it takes. We're going to be friends. Oh, when I hit the ground, did the floor work? Yeah, the floor work was everything. <sighs> Thank you. I don't remember anything about that night but it's so funny i, I live through snaps. people today come up to me and go i was at that performance you did at coachella someone was like i remember that 2019 w you you were on the the floor the floor was like a lit floor it had lights in it and everything and i remember like remember thinking like that floor is hard like you were really hitting and i was like floor. doing splits and shit yes. on it i was all like you better go I was flexible then that's why i was like there's different kinds of gays for sure <laughs> i didn't even live here just yet we want to play. Okay, so then we've met Small before. World. No, I never met you because I didn't want to be a fan. I'm not <sighs> a fan. I'm more of a friend. I am a friend too. Yeah. I'm so happy we met on these terms then, not when I was drunken exactly. and, and doing splits on the floors. <laughs> like, this is the wrong thing. I'm like, no. <laughs> Love you. I had hip pads in too that night. You had shape. I had full on body, girl. That's fine. <laughs> that's fine. But you know, as pathways cross between people that come from different backgrounds, we all need to understand that we're all the same. In so many ways, we are. And We're it's all the queer. little things that make us different. Yeah. Well, thank, thank you guys <laughs> for coming. You guys are on. our family right now. <laughs> oh, stop! <laughs> thank you guys so much <laughs> for coming on and for talking to us about this. We know this is a hard subject. Like I said in the beginning, I'm sorry if we offended anyone or we said anything <laughs> that was offensive to you. Um, also, we don't really give a fuck. So. <laughs> don't say that one. Shit. But I am so sorry if I offended you and your hurt feelings by the way I feel. But that's how I feel, and this is how they feel, and this is how she feels, and we're gonna say how the fuck we feel because we can, and we have the right to. So Period. thank you guys for Period. listening. If you right. guys have any questions about anything, not even related to this topic, literally anything on the planet, if you guys have any ideas you guys want to see next, any people you guys want to see next, if you guys want to see them again, let us know all in the comments. Make sure to follow, like, subscribe, Better Big Sister on all platforms. You know, put your story down in the comments. We'll possibly read it. Questions, whatever. DM it to just us. DM it to the accounts. Let us know. Yeah. Follow them too. On Fuck their yeah. social media platforms, they're always there to talk to you. Thank you guys for watching. Peace. And listening. Bye. Oops. Why do I always do that? <laughs> Much love. Take care. guys for listening to our podcast stay tuned in for next week's episode don't forget to follow subscribe and comment on all of our platforms below and we will see you next week <laughs>